love that music. I it's know. our new music. Yes, I know. And you know what it signals? It signals that it's time for me to welcome you to Tell Me About Your Father's Daddy Issues, Woo! where we discuss people, places, and things in recent current events and pop culture that do or don't have dad energy. Interesting. Mm. I'm Matthew Philp. I'm Erin Hosier. And I'm Elizabeth Thompson. Indeed. This is our premiere episode of Daddy Issues, our Patreon bonus episode of Tell Me About Your Father. We'll be putting the first few episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for free. And after that, head to Patreon to access new episodes and fun bonuses for as little as $3 a month. Only $3 a month. That's thrice dollars. $1 thrice times a month. Yes. Thank you for addressing the Edwardians. (laughs) So, Matt, tell the people at home what to expect on Daddy Issues. Okay. Well, every other week we discuss who or what in pop culture and current events were or were not our dads this week. Mm. So, basically, on this show, any noun can be a dad. Yes, anyone or anything. I'm just wrapping my head around it, as I'm sure our listeners are as well, Matthew. So what does it mean when we talk about who our dad is? It means that we've decided something or someone has recently shown big boss energy that's been tempered by compassion, intelligence, and or vulnerability. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And what about when we talk about something or someone who isn't our dad? What does that mean? It means that we've decided some person, place, or thing has been infuriating, tragic, cruel, or just a massive disappointment. You sound like a terrifying headmaster. All of you were a massive disappointment. You just broke up like a food fight or something. Anyway, if you agree or disagree with our picks or you want to tell us about any of your own dads or non-dads of the week, please send us a DM or comment on our Instagram at... Tell me about your father. All right? Thank you. My God. We made it through. So who's not our dad this week? Who or what has recently been infuriating, tragic, cruel, or just a massive disappointment? Well, guess who isn't my dad this week? The actor Army Hammer, who has been in Call Me By Your Name, The Social Network. He is not a household name, but he's pretty famous. I'd say he's A-list. Earlier this week, he started trending on Twitter because some direct messages that he had sent to some women that he was having affairs with leaked. And I'm not going to get into a lot of what the messages were about, but let's just leave it at He has a very specific kink that has to do with domination, rape. And murder. And and cannibalism. Okay. Uh, The DM that we saw started pretty tame, for lack of a better word, where he's telling someone that he's a cannibal for their butt. He's going (laughs) to eat that butt, eat that ass. Which, by the way, as an isolated line is fine, right? Outside. As an isolated line, I was like, that's hot. Yeah. I but mean, like, to be fair. Then it just then it just goes off the rails. It stops being hot and gets into like, I want to cut up your flesh and and have sex with it. Yeah. Why I don't want to go too much into the kink aspect of it because there's so many people out there that would be like, oh, what's the big deal? Like, that's his thing. 
Um, the, the big deal here, I think, and why I'm making him not my dad this week is because he was sending these messages a lot of times to women who it turns out he has been manipulating, abusing, gaslighting, lying to, seeing a ton of women at once, but telling them that they were all special to him and their His own kitten. His kittens, yeah, they're all they all go as his kittens. Ugh, that's so gross. And they have to call him daddy. And yeah, daddy. He wants them to call him daddy, and they're his kittens. He ended up getting dropped from a movie, a Lionsgate movie that he was slated to start shooting like now with Jennifer Lopez. And the reason that he really got under my skin was because. When he responded finally after days of silence and people freaking out about these allegations online and all these DMs leaking, all these stories coming out, he says, quote, I'm not responding to these bullshit claims, but in light of the vicious and spurious online attacks against me, I cannot in good conscience now leave my children for four months to shoot a film in the Dominican Republic. Lionsgate is supporting me in this, and I am grateful to them for that. Yeah, I bet they yeah. are. <laughs> Sir, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's already there. Go to the Meadows in Wickenburg, Arizona, where all of the, the sex addicts go, and seek treatment. Because this has nothing to do with you deciding not to make a movie to protect your children. I'm sorry. And using them as an excuse as to why you got dropped from your movie and making it seem like it was your decision and the best thing for them is frankly disgusting. Yeah, I think also like a key issue here, aside from the issue that you bring up, is also the notion of consent. What, what made this an issue was that the women he's talking to were emotionally manipulated and slowly ground down into being compliant to a lot of his quite abusive sexual tendencies. tendencies. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it's fine if you're into the idea of pretending to want to eat someone's face or whatever. But if they're not into it, it's not okay. Also, there is no way in hell that his ex-wife is going to let these kids anywhere near him in his state um, yeah. with pressing uh, possible rape charges against him. Seriously. It's unfortunate that he decided to have his children be any part of his excuse for getting pushed out of a movie that they have nothing to do with. But I also think it's probably a window into who he really wishes he was and wants to be, which is Mr. Dad, who's there to protect his kids and you know, a good husband and ex-partner who's going to co-parent. He probably really, really wishes that he was the kind of actor dad who would walk out of a movie that could potentially help his star get even brighter to uh, to be there for his kids during a tough time. But that's, we all know, bullshit. So, sir, seek treatment. <laughs> uh, Wickenburg is great. Uh, Tucson, Arizona is teeming with sex addiction recovery silver hills uh, isn't that one silver hills yeah. um silver hill silver hill singular cactus deserts shadow mountain spa i don't know i think just go away forever fair enough aaron who have you got who's not your dad this week Earlier this week, you know, there or last week now, there was these capital riots and mm. insurrections. You may have heard. Um, mm. You may have heard of it. I, I, we don't even have to get into it. Um, 
Carly Kloss is married and pregnant with the brother of Jared Kushner, Joshua Kushner. Carly and Josh are registered Democrats. They have always been careful to say, we don't agree with with my brother and my sister-in-law's politics or her parents or, you know, the Republican Party. So mm-hmm. this week, uh, when the violence happened, Carly Kloss on Twitter on January 6th simply says, accepting the results of a legitimate democratic election is patriotic. Refusing to do so and inciting violence is anti-American. And the response was from a random person, tell your sister-in-law and brother-in-law. And Carly responded, I've tried. Um, guess what? Not enough. At first I was really pissed at her, and then I realized, why am I pissed at her? Why aren't I pissed at her husband? And then I went down that rabbit hole because there's this new fascinating book called Kushner, Inc. about the Kushner family, which really goes into um, the Kushner patriarch, Chuck. His name is Charles, but I'm going to call him Chuck. It's my show. Hey, Chuck. Who was recently pardoned by Trump because he was convicted in 2004 of 18 counts of tax evasion illegal campaign contributions, witness tampering, all this shit. And within the first chapter of this book, it talks about how Carly Kloss was never accepted by the Kushner family because she's considered a trashy lingerie model who never went to college. And they refused to even meet her for six years. Imagine dating someone for six years and you're not allowed to meet their parents. And so now I guess everybody's getting along better. Jared and Ivanka were definitely at their wedding in There were two weddings, of course. We have to have the Kanye wedding in Wyoming, and then we have to have the upstate New York nuptials. At neither wedding event were Jared and Ivanka photographed in person with them, but it's confirmed that they were at both events. So she's trying to have it both ways. Joshua's trying to have it both ways. They are now moving next to each other in Florida. They have what? like his and her estates down the road from them, both brother couples, right? Ugh. It just infuriates me when family members can't stand up for what's right. Like we all have Trump supporters in our lives, ancillary people, and I understand that you can't help who you love, but when the person who you're you have the fraught relationship with is the leader of the free world or an enabler of that person who keeps kids in cages who is a white supremacist for instance i mean we all know it's a different ball game and i was thinking about what a piece of shit coward joshua kushner is mm. that if prince harry can leave his life behind Mm. to protect his wife from a racist old school system that I don't even understand. Matt can tell us later about the royal family. Another time. It's it's my understanding that he gave up everything 
to protect her. He didn't give up everything. Right. He was always going to be a celebrity, and he has probably far more money now than he ever would have had then. Okay, that's true, but I believe him that he did no, it no, totally. for the reasons yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he claims to, yeah, yeah, that yeah. this was not healthy mm-hmm. to raise a child in this circumstance. And it is his right, as it is Joshua and Carly's right, to be rich somewhere else. Mm. It seems like Carly was like, she is more established than, she had her own money, right? She's like famous and successful anyway, right? Yes. And I'm sure Joshua, lifelong Democrat, will tell you he's a lifelong Democrat, advocate for Obamacare, used to run Oscar Healthcare, the insurance company, blah, blah, blah. It's not enough. It's not enough. You have to take a stand and be a man, protect your family. Don't raise your children around that madness. It's not okay. That's such a good point, Aaron. It's celebrities enabling and protecting each other because there are other celebrities. So like the association is what they profit from. When you're Carly Kloss and she's married to a Kushner, it's like they're also in the room with a lot of power and influence. So yeah. they're protecting their access to that. It's also yeah. like when you're really rich, like the Trumps, like there's a certain point where you don't need any more money, but it becomes like an obsessive illness. Like how much money do they really need? I think the, Ivanka and Jared are worth like 700 million bucks, but they need more. There's an illness to do with greed and association. So as much as a lot of like rich kids are afraid of cutting off from their parents because they'll have to do something and get a job, like there's also that level of it. It's still cowardice. I think you're right. Yeah, I seriously doubt Ivanka and Jared talk to their kids about what grandpa is up to and what's actually going on. And what dad is up to. And what dad is up to, of course. what Jared has done is equally terrible. Uh, Jared is a sociopath. And speaking of sociopaths in power. Yes. Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri is not my dad this week. He is not my dad. Um, At 39, he's the youngest member of the Senate and looks like a bright, young, polished Ben Mendelsohn, the actor Ben (laughs) Mendelsohn. I think they look kind of similar. Who's Ben Mendelsohn? He is the Australian actor who was in that show Bloodlines. He's in a bunch of shit. Was he in um, the Netflix movie Holiday starring Emma Roberts where they have to pretend to be in love and then they actually fall in love? I suspect. Okay, I'm going to Google while you're talking. I think you should do that. Hawley was the first Republican senator to say that he would indulge Trump's demand that lawmakers try to overturn the election. He is, in public, religiously speaking, deeply convinced that Christian doctrine provides a central divine truth and that he, as a Christian, should have a right to force everyone to bow to its rules. Mm, He's one of them. So he's Gilead. Love it. Mm. After the attack on the Capitol building, he (laughs) dug in and reiterated that the election was stolen. He was also photographed giving a sign of solidarity to the rioters. That's the famous photograph of him standing there. What did he, what was he doing? He was holding a fist in the air in his like skinny suit with his hair and his jawline. And he just was like, (laughs) yeah, dude, we fucking did it. He's the only member of Congress or the Senate who during a lot of these public addresses looked directly into the camera. So basically this guy wants to be president. And in his speech, he was dog-whistling law enforcement before he denounced the violence. His goal here is to inherit Trump's people. After the speech, Simon & Schuster cancelled his book deal and then he tweeted, 
This could not be more Orwellian. Um, this is a direct assault on the First Amendment. Only approved speech can now be published. This is the left looking to cancel everyone that they don't approve of. I will fight this cancel culture with everything I have. We'll see you in court. Which he knows is LOL. not true because he's actually a yeah. constitutional law scholar. So there have been calls <laughs> for his resignation and he's responded by saying, once again, digging in his heels, I will never apologize for giving voice to the millions of Missourians and Americans who have concerns about the integrity of our elections. So the reason, of course, people have those concerns is because people like Josh Hawley keep saying them and supporting their validity. So these are all just like classic populist moves. Like, he says he's small town Missouri. He went to Stanford and Yale. Um, He had a leading role in Yale's chapter of the Federalist Society. And he also had a clerkship with Chief Justice John Roberts. Not exactly small town, not exactly... Pulling himself up he's by the bootstraps. He's not really a man of the people, is not he? He's really. not eating a corn dog in, in a, his car right no, now. No, he's not. No. He <laughs> he doesn't own a T-shirt. No, he, he doesn't own a corn dog either. I tell you what, he no. does own a T-shirt in the sense that there are some photographs. If you look up Josh Hawley hot online, there are these photos oh, no. of him working out that someone took from outside the gym. Ew. He's hot. He's magazine. Do you think he's hot? Yeah, I totally do. I, he's a, for He's hot ugh. in an objective way, but I will get to this. By the way, Ben Mendelsohn was not in Holiday. I just want to clear his oh, name. He's God. not in Holiday. You seem so certain. It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. Does that make you doubt all your instincts? Because no. I feel like <laughs> I've never you've never really been wrong with something that clear. So anyway, one of the things that I think Senator Hawley does is that he's critical of Trump's brash, aggressive tantrums, but he supports him anyway, which mm-hmm. as a Christian speaks to his ambition. George Will, a conservative writer and commentator, called Hawley the Senate's most ludicrous senator, which is interesting when you consider Lindsey Graham. But the thing is, here's the thing. Here's where this all kind of comes down to a point for me. Lady G. Lady G. Lady G was so drunk uh, that night that they all came back from the Capitol storming. She was like, I've I've had it. I've just, this is is where I draw the line. We're better than that. I tried and now I'm saying out. Meanwhile, two days later... Back in. On Air Force One with the president. She's back in the Senate. Going to the Alamo. (laughs) The day after his speech in the Senate, Toll Road, which is a gay news aggregate site, published a list of every senator and every member of Congress who stood by Trump's claims of election fraud. So did the New York Times. A lot of places did that. The only photo that Toll Road used to illustrate was one of a dashing Senator Hawley with his angular face and his perfect skin and his gym body and his suit, looking like a senator who'd break the internet if he like made out with Justin Trudeau on camera at a UN summit. And the thing is, in that moment... I could see the next four years flash before my eyes. And so now, now, I am Reese Witherspoon in the first episode of The Morning Show screaming this. All they want to do is hear themselves talk. And they all want to be right. And they all want to win. And that's all they fucking care about. And there's a human cost. And it's exhausting. I'm inside. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So there we go. I don't find Josh Hawley hot at all. It's a thing. Like, I'm just saying, even if just him in the Senate compared to who else is in the Senate, he stands out as being really handsome. 
Like there have been, there's always a couple. Like in, you know who was like this? Paul Ryan was this. He was in Men's Health doing his arms and shit. And it's like people oh go God, crazy. Those photos of Paul Ryan lifting. Weights. It's it's ludicrous. Oh. It's ludicrous. But like it's like They're he stands so out as a person. You know, like he stands out because he's not oh. like this melting white walrus in like a grey suit. He is. Oof handsome and young he's very cocky boys to be perfectly honest so maybe it's not everyone's cup of tea but enough people will find that hot in a in a kind of general marketing sense cocky boys uh porn company for the people listening at home matt run by jake jackson who we interviewed on our (gasps) in our former season jake jackson tell me about your father guest jake jackson you know to be perfectly honest maybe senator hawley is not my dad but also neither is toll road this week so thanks andy toll That's because me. they gave a platform to well, they, Josh and made him look they, hot. They did, yeah. I mean, they're like super left Democrat. You know, they're not like champions of the right. But I'm just like, oh, of course. Toll Road puts up the picture of Senator Hawley looking handsome because that'll get the gays mm. looking and clicking. And I'm like, this is grotesque. Did you say licking and clicking? Sure. Or licking? Licking is what I meant, though. <laughs> I thank you. Once again. Once again. Ugh, enough of this horror. So why don't we get to who are our dads this week? Tell us what that, what is this segment about, Matt? Well, it's about who or what has recently shown big boss energy tempered by compassion, intelligence, and or vulnerability. Remember, we're talking about a noun. A noun is a person, place, or thing. Exactly. Christine Baranski is (laughs) channeling through Aaron Hosier. Biz, who's your dad this week? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is my dad this week. Some might be listening to this and saying, duh, AOC is always amazing. But I think this week she was extra amazing. On Tuesday night, she went live on Instagram. I had smoked a small amount of marijuana that evening. (gasps) And she spoke for an hour. I watched the whole thing with my mouth hanging open. Um, But even if I hadn't been... a a little bit stoned I think I would have been just as riveted and captivated by what she was saying which is essentially that at several times during the insurrection she feared for her life she confirmed what we all worried about which was that people were in there to kill members of congress and which they were yeah Mike Pence Um, hang they wanted to hang that guy and that these representatives really were afraid. I'm going to play some of her audio because it's so powerful. Member of Congress, so much as stutters to say that the Confederacy were traitors to the United States, that the Confederacy is a legion of white supremacists. If you so much as stutter to say that, turn in your pin and get out. Go join them. Why don't you go join them if you are so sympathetic to them? But you have no place in the capital of the United States of America, in the citadel of democracy, if that's the trash that you believe. We don't deserve AOC. We really don't. She's so good. She starts her video off by describing trauma. 
Um, mm. And she uses a therapist description. Trauma is a phrase that gets thrown around a lot, right? Like, yeah. it's very kind of buzzwordy these days. But she references a, a therapist who described it as being, quote, too much, too fast, too soon. Mm. So... Then she describes these moments of literally running through the halls of the Capitol, unsure if the officers who were working there were there to help her or to hurt her. Mm -hmm. Um, She wasn't able to go into any of the secure locations because she was terrified that people like Josh Hawley, who we just discussed, and other far-right sympathizers in Congress would give away her location to the people who had broken in. It's shocking that the youngest member of Congress has to be the voice of reason. And I love her anger in that moment. I love her her clear fury, her dressing yep. down of all of these morons. Senator Hawley, the youngest member of Congress reading this youngest men- member of the Senate is sort of interesting polarity there too. Right, exactly. We really don't deserve her. And I, I think about, I mean, this is a bit I mean, of a... We, do. we totally, we, we do. do. We voted for her. So we, we got the leader her. we, we deserve. I know, but we don't, re- we don't respect her. And when I say we, I mean the, the country, obviously, are so dismissive of her. Democrats, too. And if you look at yeah. the Green New Deal, she was, you know, laughed out of the Senate for the Green New Deal because of farting cows and blah, 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 blah. That's the Green true. New Deal will save you, Josh Hawley. The Green New Deal will make it so that your children and your grandchildren don't have to fight for their lives in the streets over corn husks to feed their children when the great drought of 20-whatever happens, which it will if we don't take action. AOC is constantly ridiculed, laughed at, pushed aside by both sides, and I just want to thank her for speaking out to describe what happened and how it was traumatizing, and then to really take to task these spineless pieces of shit who will not speak out against what happened. It's a sign of a good leader, I think, when they speak and you feel calm or relief, you know? Totally. And whenever I hear her say things, I just go, oh, thank God she has some platform. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know. It's true. It's really true. And the other thing she says in that video is I'm someone who has used social media to amplify my voice and to say the things that need to be said and to call for and demand accountability from myself and my fellow politicians because accountability is the only thing that's ever going to help us correct the horrifying wrongs of our past. However, she says... The people like Josh are basically selling their souls for the ability to get a little bit of social media attention, to become a meme on 4chan or wherever they're able to thrive now in the dark. And she described it really beautifully, which is, I know how to use social media. They know how to be used by social media. They don't care. All they want is the clicks. All they want is the flash of attention. All they want is the book deal. All they want is the million-dollar speaking gigs. So, AOC, thank you. You are my father this week. You are always my father, and I love you from the bottom of my heart. Um, I totally agree. We all love her. Um, So, Erin, who is your dad this week? Picking up off of what I was saying about Joshua Kushner and 
Carly and every single Republican that you just mentioned or human being a piece of shit. There was one hopeful story, or many actually, following the Capitol insurrection. Family members turned in their family members. And the first one that was notable is this 18-year-old girl named Helena Duke who recognized her mother on camera also getting punched in the face by a police officer who she'd been antagonizing. I'll play a clip of an interview with her. So this is Helena talking to an Inside Edition reporter earlier this week. Yeah. It was definitely very unsettling, especially because we do have very different views. 18-year-old Helena Duke of Boston says she got so incensed she outed her mom with this text. Hi, Mom. Remember the time you told me I shouldn't go to BLM protests because they could get violent? This you? Helena says she also outed her aunt and uncle, who were also at the rally. And Helena is my dad this week. And others like her. There was another piece in Vice. There was a piece in The New Yorker. Families are torn apart by this shit. But it's what her mother did was absolutely unconscionable. And every young person has, frankly, the duty (laughs) to stand up and call out the bullshit. I want to be able to seg flawlessly from that important point, but I actually don't know how to, so I'm just going to bring us home by saying, my dad is Maynard's wine gums. (laughs) What the heck is that? What's a wine gum? I'll tell you what. Wine gums are like gummies, but they're 100% better and more sophisticated. And I bring this up because I think the pandemic, Black Lives Matter protests, the summer, the fall, Josh Hawley, Amy Barrett Coney, Amy Coney, no, it's Amy, Amy, Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Island. Amy Coney Island. Amy Barrett, Barrett Conan's. Conan O'Brien, not Conan (laughs) O'Brien. Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, just really fostered along my maturity this year. So I graduated from your regular store-bought German Haribo to Maynard's Wine Gums. They have a really complicated flavor, and they're an Edwardian candy that were developed by people to aid those who struggle with alcoholism. These are like 120 years old, these candies. Is it like a cola flavor, well, or is it Well, actually, licorice? they are... Well, the, okay, so the molds that they used to use back in the day had the names... They still use the same molds. They have the name of, like, a kind of wine or booze on them, like claret or port, and they used to put the <laughs> flavor of the wine in the actual candies, but now they're just, like, generic fl- fruit flavor, which is still better than, like, psychedelic, insincere gummy flavors coming out of Germany. <laughs> And you can get a six-pack. I hate an insincere gummy candy. It's like, what even flavor is this, you Germans? You precise artisans of so many great things, and yet I'm moving (laughs) on from Haribo. There is a six-pack of these you can get on Amazon for 20 bucks. Obviously, that's a lot more expensive Mm. than your $2 bag of gummies. Yeah, what do you think this is in this economy, What do you think this is emotionally is my question to you. They are emotionally helpful. It's interesting, too, because of how, uh, you know, your your reasoning behind graduating was because you were traumatized, I was traumatized yeah. this mm. summer. Yep. And it, it does track with AOC's 
description of trauma via a psychologist, yep. which is it's too much, too fast, too soon. You get grown up too fast. Your palate developed too quickly this summer. Yep. And lucky for me, an Edwardian candy <gasps> is still being sold. That's where I am. That's why I'm sitting here today is in part because of wine gums. They are my dad this week. Wow. Matt, that was beautiful. Yeah. Really, really beautiful. Tell Me About Your Father and Daddy Issues are produced by Aaron Hosier, Elizabeth Thompson, and Matthew Phil. Follow us at Tell Me About Your Father on Instagram and Facebook. See you next time.